Salo for Lava. And thanks for listening in for the final Pacifica Wire podcast for 2020. We catch up with co-founder and co-director of the Matavai Pacific Cultural Arts Centre in Sydney, Australia, Mary Jane McGibbon-Schwenke. Mary Jane talks about the impact of COVID-19 on Matavai, presenting their annual showcase through a virtual online space, the importance of maintaining culture through the songs and dances of Pacifica, and she reflects on the year that was as we head into 2021. My name is Mary Jane McKibben-Schwenke. I'm the co-director of Matavai Pacific Cultural Arts, a cultural centre based here in Sydney, Australia. Mary Jane, we thank you for this opportunity and we also, uh, PW, is um, privileged to speak to you as our last uh, podcast for 2020. Uh, And 2020, what a year it has been, Mary Jane. Uh, In your own words, in your own observations from Wollongong in Sydney, uh, your thoughts? If I was to sum up 2020, exhausting, I think. But also, there's been a lot of uh, memorable times, rewarding experiences. I think it's really solidified my faith in your in, in God, in ourselves, in our family unit, in our community, Pacific community. I value people. And I value relationships more than I ever did, I think. I think I took a lot of things for granted before 2020. Even, you know, I walk around the mall now and I, I see people, especially here in, in, in Sydney and Wollongong with, with face masks. And I, you know, I, there's just a little, like a, a bit of sadness when I, when I do see this. But this is what we, this is the day and age that we're currently living in. And this is what we need to do to uh, get out of it, I guess. Mary Jane, uh, I want to congratulate you, Fred, and your team uh, with Warriors Within Us. It was your virtual, your first um, virtual uh, performance, your end of year showcase uh, that uh, you put online. Um, and you know, speaking about the year that we're living in, can you talk us through the journey of putting this together, uh, given the world that we're living in? Yes, it, it, it took a. So yes, we've. Instead of every year, we have an annual showcase for the kids, our students, to show their families what they've learned throughout the year. It's a vibrant time. It's a vibrant concert. Sometimes we bring um, MCs over from New Zealand, which is really great. We had Yolandi Achong one year. Um, but this year, of course, just to safeguard our community, uh, we decided we'd put this concert on online, virtual concert, and also doubles up as an experience for the kids whereby we're getting out in nature, we're putting our feet in the water, we're in the rainforest together and we're dancing our cultural dances and singing our songs out in nature. And at the same time, just uh, during the experiences, the three weeks, uh, Saturdays that we filmed the virtual concert, it was um, really nice to see the kids playing like on boulders, on rocks and climbing trees and laughing and running around in the grass because usually at Matavai we're sort of in a concrete jungle mm-hmm. kind of thing. Our, our our warehouse is just right in the heart of Liverpool. There's a lot of other warehouses and businesses around. So the kids play outside on the concrete a lot. But to actually see them playing with one another out in, you know, amongst the trees and families coming together, 
it uh, brought out something extra special about the concert this year. I think that for us as a family, when we times got a little bit tough, we kind of put the kids in the car and went down to the beach and just watched the waves crash and thought of our families overseas, thought about the day that we'll get to get on a plane again and visit family in Samoa or come to New Zealand. And then we were grateful. We were grateful that we were able to sit on the sand as a family and be healthy and be safe. So this particular concert, although the final product was a, a video of the kids dancing, there was so much that happened during the filming, leading up to the filming, that I think was healing for many of us. Right. Um, yeah, and it kind of reminded us of the importance of, of simplicity. Um, when when our parent, I know when my mum was growing up in Samoa, you know, playing outside was an everyday thing for from from the crack of dawn to to nighttime. I'm sure for you too, Gladys. <laughs> but of course, That's in right. the age of technology, uh, yeah, it was good. You know what? One of the nicest things, Gladys was to see kids without their iPads or their iPhones yeah, or have, looking at a screen. Yes, they were playing. Um, and then we'd call them, come on, time to film. And then they'd all rush over with their costumes. It was just, it was really beautiful. It was a beautiful way to end the year. And for me, on a personal note, watching it, I almost, just for a few, you know, just for a couple of hours, I almost forgot about COVID, and I don't mean that in any sort of slight, but I could almost, I was transported back into, oh yes, you know, going back into the islands and getting back in touch with, you know, uh, the cultural aspect and remembering seeing you guys uh, in concert just only last year here in um, in Auckland. And so just for a little yeah. while I was able to to forget that, if if I can guiltily say that. I'm glad that, that you felt like that, Glad, because we've watched it. Like, we woke up this morning and we're watching it again and just thinking of, you know, remembering people that couldn't possibly be here with us. Like, we've got people whose family's been watching from America, you know, and been posting about it, and awesome. it's connected their families, and, you know, they're seeing what their nieces and nephews are doing in this side of the world. You know, Matavai is not, it's not a perfect performance, Um but there's certainly a lot of love and, and intent and purpose in each and every person that's dancing and the way it was put together. I wish that it wasn't this way. Um, I wish that we could have a festival and a concert, but, you know, I think everything happens for a reason. This has been a, uh, a huge wake-up call for the entire world, for individuals. I, I, I know that... Um, I, I definitely am not the same person I was walking into 2020 and I'm not mm. the same person going into 2021. I'm yeah. a lot more, um, you know, just, just vigilant and, and more present with people that I love. And with all the work that uh, you and Fred do in Matavai, it is your, you know, you've created this family-owned business. Tough times with COVID? Mm, yeah, yes. Yes, extremely tough, but uh, I don't want to sound too arrogant, but at the same time, it just reaffirms faith, you know, the faith um, in our own abilities to, you know, at the heart of our culture, especially Samoan, is Aina, family. 
uh, it's faith in God and you know all the all the the things and the the, um, the way we were nurtured as kids for myself everything I was ever taught kicked in right at that time when things were just pressured you know right. we started packing up our studio I mean glad we and I've told this story before we were like this at, at the beginning of the year February and March we've never been more busy our center was bustling with kids and people and community you know we even started a little cafe so we, we started it because there's McDonald's down the road from Matavai and I was I was concerned with the amount of bad food that our kids were consuming so mm. I'd find you know at the end of the day I'd be packing up you know McDonald's cups from all over the center so this year we decided we'd start you know some um, fresh fruit and veggie smoothies and nice healthy wraps for kids so that was going and it was just it was just a great time and then uh, pretty much overnight the whole world just changed and we had to pack up but we still have rents and overheads to pay and we still have a community to inspire and and help so we tried to figure out a way that we could still operate to pay the bills and at the same time have enough left in our tank to look after our kids and our family, but also continue to um, connect with our with our community just to remind them, you know, are you okay? Is everything all right? Is there anything we can do? Remember this song, you know, and remember this dance. And when we came back out of COVID, some of the kids, I think they were not so much into cultural dance anymore. They thought, what was the point? What's the point of learning all of this? And we don't even know what's going to happen tomorrow. (laughs) Um, You know, let's just do TikTok because that's the cool thing to do and everybody's (laughs) doing it. And and that's what we were dealing with after the lockdown. You know, come August, September, when we opened up again, we just had a a bunch of students who were, I think, forced to be at the center. So a whole mindset, all the hard work that we'd done um, had pretty much not just financially but mentally emotionally spiritually we had to start from scratch again when we came to face to face with the kids again because they'd lost maybe faith or interest not sure so then we kept persevering trying to convince them that um culture is important culture is important it will always be important if even if today tiktok is of the craze, that too will die down. Our culture's lived for three and a half thousand years. There is importance. There is, um, there is a connection you will gain from knowing who you are through culture that you can't get anywhere else. You have to know this. You have to learn this because one day it will be a saving grace for you, just like it's been saving grace for myself, my husband, my family, and multiple other people. Some of the songs I have become anthems for us. They've empowered us during COVID. Mm -hmm. They've reminded us that just our ancestors went through, oh, I'm not downgrading what we're going through today because many people are suffering, but our ancestors went through so many hardships. Mm -hmm. And we are able to speak our language. We're able to dance our dance. We're able to return to islands that still belong to us because our ancestors fought their way through some of the most difficult challenges in the history of time. 
So if our ancestors can do that, then we can do this too. These songs tell us about those hardships. Tamasese, you know, uh, Black Saturday um, tells us about cycling. It tells us about love. It tells us about nature and the importance of spirituality and nature to heal. So the kids were starting to learn these things and we start introducing legends very slowly, but each week. You know, Glad's for the first two terms. In fact, there were only two terms, but almost every Saturday I would teach the kids in my class and then afterwards we'd sit around with a whole bunch of teenage girls and there'd be tears, crying, um, mm. just so many different things going on. Because yeah. families were trying to develop and trying to adjust to covid and some kids were going to school and being bullied, perhaps because of the pressure that was happening at home and they were taking it out on other kids. It was just mayhem for mayhem to what I'm normally used to. You and Fred and, and your team adapted really quickly by offering for the first time your online classes. And was that a, a saving grace for you, just given everything that you were experiencing or continue to experience? Yes, it's it's been it's been a saving grace for us because the interest was far and wide in places we'd never imagined. You know, we have um, a young man from Iraq, not Pacific at all, but um, he he likes to learn about Tivafi. So sure. he's was this Iraqi, you know, guy working, and then in between his his shifts at work in Iraq, he's sending videos. Freddie of his new moves that he's learned and you know you have entire families who have kids that that they're homeschooled and the Matavai class is a part of their their curriculum um and we just you know you have women who are my age and we've connected we've become friends and and you know we call each other to check up on you know I've met so many people that are going through so many things and we've connected mm. through culture and we've so not only are we we connecting with our own students right here in our realm but we're also sharing the spirit of Matawai around the world with with individuals and I mean I don't know how far it's gone you're not always going to hear and see who's been watching the videos sure. but because we do these classes online. Um, I think Momona edits about 15 videos a week of classes, and it has a lesson plan. You know, it starts with the introduction and the lesson body, teaching them the movements, the meanings. And then for my class, we end on, we also have cultural knowledge, and we end on, um, on a legend. And then each week they have to send a progression video in. We mark the progression video, and by the end of the eight or nine weeks, they sit an exam and assessment. So it's constant. So we're in our fourth term with our online classes. Excellent. And that's keeping us, that's why I'm saying I'm exhausted because we've got online with these hundreds of people around the world and then we've also got our our community right here with us. And, you know, it's, it's just, I can't imagine, never imagined that this would ever happen to us. I'm, I'm very grateful. And it was a real thrill to be able to, you know, go online like, you know, like Ticketed. And, you know, you're, I'm actually able to click on a Pasifika show and 
think, I'm watching this. This is, you know, I own this. I belong to this, um, this mm-hmm. world. And, and I think that's huge. That's, that says a lot for the world that we're living in. And it is a COVID world that's sadly not going away anytime soon, is it? No, but if you can find pockets and moments where you can escape and just be completely connected to yourself and your past, your future, um, you know, when you go go come together or you're with your family and a Samoan song or a Cook Island song plays mm. and you, you just get so excited and you know it's not it's it, it, something just takes over you that just even for that three or four minutes um, yeah. I, I think it's important to, to stay connected to that stay connected because that's your culture that's your that's your connection um there's more to you just getting excited over a song. You're getting excited over a song because I believe that, um, you know, we still get guided. We still we still have work to do. There's still a legacy that we need to continue, that our purpose is much bigger than what we could ever imagine. We're a vessel for this work. And sometimes glad that I'm sitting there and I'm like, I could have done could have done so many things in my sure. life. I do think like that because the work is so much and everything relies on me and my, my family and I making sure we're able to continue working. Mm-hmm. Um, I think like that and I know that I'm being egotistical, you know, and I'm being because I, the work that we've been given and the purpose that we've been given is, is something we need to keep fulfilling not of me and that maybe the real um, result will never be seen by myself and my family in this lifetime you know um, so I hold on to the hope that the work done today there's going to be something more amazing coming out of it like and it has been each and every kid that I've ever come across or mother or father or they go on and they're going to live a life and a story and and I'm and our family has been had a small part to play in their journey in their life, whether it's been a good uh, relationship or a bad or, you know, whatever season we've found ourselves in. I'm grateful for the amount of people that I've been able to, to meet and experience and, I guess, touch in some way, um, inspire. And I guess, you know, look at, look at what COVID did. Even mm. the rich were suffering. Yeah. <laughs> We rely on all of this wealth, like economic wealth, but it, it takes something like a virus to just turn everything upside its head. Mm-hmm. And it humbled the entire world. And, yeah. yeah. Well, I don't know the entire world, but there's still some greedy people out there. But <laughs> <laughs> but it certainly humbled a lot of people that I know. Um, we're, we're not indispensable. We're we're not indispensable and we're not always in control of things and we need to look after our environment and we need to know that it's, it's, it needs us to be better humans. We need to be better humans for the future of, of our, and of our world, for the future of our children. I know it sounds so corny, Glad, but we're, we're pretty like generations before have, well, we, we've, I know my generation, we can do better. We can do better. And I think that's one of the strongest themes that come out from Matavai is 
you're showcasing our culture, but you know the social issues that impact all of us. Uh, you're you know strong advocates for climate change, and also like we were just talking before, you're seeing that firsthand outside your window the impacts of of COVID with um, a lot of testing yeah. going on there. Well, yeah, yesterday, um, well, I live in, although Matava is in Sydney, we live in a place called Wollongong, which is an hour from Sydney to South Coast. It's a coastal town, not not a very big town. Um, and we shop at a place called Fig Tree just down the road. And um, there must have been, because at the moment, the northern beaches have been on lockdown due to COVID cases. One particular person must have visited Wollongong um, with COVID and visited multiple places, including places that we've been to, mm. local shopping centres, mm. uh, churches. And due to that, almost the entire uh, area, like our suburb, Big Tree, Wollongong, are um, getting tested. So outside my, my house, in the window, I've, there's a lineup of cars because all these testing stations are opening up now. So it's been the same car sitting outside of my house for about an hour and a half now. Um, and it, this is a, a highway, busy road. So the testing station's down the road, but that's just an indication of how many people are outside getting tested. Mm. And there's another testing station just virtually five minutes up the road the other way. And they reckon it's a six-hour six wait for testing. Yeah. And it's just completely the whole, you know, the whole um, suburb is just out there trying to do what they can to make sure that they're keeping other people safe. But it's just the, the signs of the time. A lot of people are holidaying down in Wollongong, so they're, they're coming from north, northern beaches right. and spreading. Like it, one person, guys, has created this chaos. <laughs> um, yeah, but it's good to see New Zealand. That's lovely to see family and friends in New Zealand enjoying their time together, hopefully with no restrictions. You guys still have restrictions? We're, we're still on level one, um, and um, ah, okay. we're still encouraged to wear masks on public transport. I think that's um, mandatory at this stage, but um, keeping COVID tracking, so that's still in play. We still have the isolation um, centres and people in quarantine who are travelling from overseas, so that's still in place. Well, I do online, we do a Zoom session with our students and we did one during the last week of filming when I was out in the rainforest and I was speaking to a Mexican who lives on the border of America and Mexico and then I was speaking to another lady who is from Wisconsin, which is one of the hardest hit COVID mm. spots in America. And they are finding it very hard um, just to... to upkeep even just their mental health um as we were signing off the zoom we were all sort of crying tearing up it was really weird crying because we were having to say goodbye to one another um right. because they're just struggling in america uh it's everywhere and it's, there's so many people infected with it and so many conspiracy i mean so many people that just don't believe in it or won't sure won't do what they need to do to keep everyone safe, I guess. So we're very fortunate to be in this part of the world, I think. And talking of things are fortunate and trying to get some positivity as we sort of close this chapter of 2020, looking ahead to 2021, um, 
MJ, um, where's Matavai going? How do you guys continue in this world? Um, well, I've, watching the concert, I've got so many ideas now. Um, when I was growing up, glad, and one of the things that inspired me to open a centre like Matavai is that I used to come home from school every afternoon and watch the Polynesian Cultural Centre video. Mm. I don't know if you've ever watched them. Yeah. Um, I used to watch the same two videos every single day after school. I don't know why, but I would learn all the dances. So sitting back and watching our concert and knowing that now my kids are rewinding and watching the same video. <laughs> They've been watching the same <laughs> video since it was released. I thought to myself, why not do more? Why not put some stories together now, whether it just be one dance after another. Let's put some, maybe some legends or some stories and put it in a form of a dance video. Or, mm. you know, so many ideas. Of course, it's, it's time and it's effort and it's um, manpower. But yeah, it certainly inspired me to put more stories out there and, and showcase our kids and our beautiful students that we have here to the world because um, they work really hard. They really do. Um, parents sacrifice a lot to keep coming to Matavai. They help with costumes. Um, but parents have also developed amazing friendships with one another and the kids have developed friendships. So definitely continuing on with what we're doing out of love and community, always keeping our community at the forefront and um, hoping that things will get better in 2021 um, and our kids will continue to thrive uh, no matter what situation we find ourselves in. But also to remember everything's a season, huh? You know, when things get really bad, because mm -hmm. I imagine that perhaps there'll be more challenges in the not-too-distant future that everything, that there is a season for everything under the heavens, which I say in the video, and everything has a beginning and everything has an end and everything has a lesson to learn. So with those lessons that I'm always capable and have the ability to look for the lessons and to maybe solidify faith and know that, you know, we are enough. We've, we can find our way out of things and we can create pathways for ourselves we are capable as specific people we are more than capable of making things work for ourselves um so just i guess confidence keeping my confidence going through these times too glad and just seeing you know the 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 varied age uh, groups of uh, your dancers was really inspiring and if, if there was one thing i'd want to ask is if uh, someone like me who's sitting there saying, I would like to learn how to siva or to learn the, you know, taolonga, what would you say to people who are watching your videos are thinking, uh, I've got two left feet? What would you say to them? <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, there's other things involved in the video, such as cultural knowledge content. Um, there's always like great stories or something you'll discover that maybe you didn't know. We do a lot of, as tutors, we do a lot of research um, going into our 30-minute video, 35-minute video. But um, we break everything down as well, and we try not to um, present more than a few movements at a time. We got better at that as each term went by. Like uh, we brought in for our second lot of um, videos that we did for second term for online, 
we brought in uh, school teachers to review our Term 1 video and they created a curriculum or a um, lesson plan for us to follow, which made it, which made it a lot easier for people to learn. Um, so the research was definitely there. It, it, it's not very hard to learn. Um, sometimes some of the students say they don't even do the dance. They just turn the video on to listen. <laughs> so it's really up to you, I guess. Um, but like I said, it's, it's, it's like we've, we've made friends with people and connected with people all over the world. And I really don't know how many people have watched our lessons now through video. Um, or, you know, I'm sure people might have liked it and m- some people might have not liked it or it might have worked for some and not others. So it's really up to the person. Well, the fact that it is there, uh, Mary Jane, it is uh, a privilege to see it and to to know that there are people like you and Fred and your team um, continuing with our rich culture. On that note, we want to thank you. We want to thank you for 2020 and inspiring us uh, with uh, Matavai, and we look forward to 2021 and seeing you back in action. God bless everybody, everyone listening, and um, just never give up. Um, there's always there's a warrior within all of us, and we'll just, just hold on to that notion because, um, as I said during the, the podcast, um, uh, it's amazing what, you're, you can, what you can do, just yourself. You're enough. Um, because I certainly didn't think that I'd be sitting in this position a year ago. Um, so good luck to everybody for 2021, and um, God bless. And that was Mary Jane McGibbon Schwenke, co-founder and co-director of Matavai Pacific Cultural Arts Centre in Sydney, Australia. And that's our final podcast for 2020. Thanks for tuning in. Visit our website at www.pacificawire.com and check out our social media links at the top of the page. Fafitai ma'ia manawia.